Welcome to the Yoga Liberty Podcast. My name is Angelica. I am the Yoga Liberty. Also, I'm like a celebrity, only a Yoga Liberty. It's ironic. It's a joke, and I think that it's funny. Definitely subscribe to my podcast, share it with others. That really helps me out a lot. You can connect with me on YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok. I'm Yoga Liberty everywhere that Yoga Liberties are, which is the world. Anyhow, don't take yourselves too seriously. Let's get into today's topic. Why do yoga teacher training or do you even have to do yoga teacher training? Are you a yoga teacher searching for the perfect platform to host your online classes, workshops, and trainings? Well, look no more. Offering Tree is an affordable one-stop solution for yoga teachers who want to create an online presence, capture emails, create offers, and sell online classes and courses. Offering Tree is specifically focused on the needs of yoga teachers because it was made by yoga teachers for yoga teachers. I use it myself. Use the link offeringtree.com slash Angelica and receive a discount of 50% off on your first three months of a monthly plan or 15% off your first year on an annual plan. That's up to $88 off, which is some pretty good karma, I think. I'll leave the link in the description below or visit offeringtree.com slash Angelica to get started online today. Welcome to the Yoga Liberty Podcast. My name is Angelica. This podcast is for aspiring yoga teachers and yoga teachers, basically people who want to live their dream of teaching yoga and helping others. I've been teaching yoga full-time since 2005. I've owned three yoga studios. I've taught over 50,000 people in-person yoga, and I have no idea how many people have taken my online yoga classes. I currently do online yoga teacher training, and I love helping people live their dreams. So if you're here for that, keep listening. And thank you so very much. I absolutely appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Today's topic is something that I find really interesting because it goes into the whole concept and growth of yoga over the last like 40, 50 years in Western society. So it started yoga asana. Most of the yoga asana that we're doing today outside of kundalini and hot yoga, and we'll talk about those in a second, but pretty much every other style of yoga comes from a man named Krishnamacharya. And Krishnamacharya in the early 1900s was teaching yoga to rich people. He was, he was doing it as performance. And he integrated yoga with gymnastics. And that's how we got all these poses, like all the poses that people are doing today. Those all came from this Krishnamacharya doing this in the early 1900s to make money. I always think it's really interesting when people are like, oh, you know, white people doing yoga is cultural appropriation. And so it depends on like what yoga you're talking about. Um, And that's like a whole nother conversation that we're not going to get into on this podcast. But when you know the history of yoga, you know that yoga was used by Indian people to um, make money off of white people who were coming in and occupying India. And 
that's where most yoga asana comes from. Not all of it, but most of it. Kundalini comes from a man named Yogi Bhajan. And that's a whole other story. And hot yoga comes from a man named Bikram, who is more modern. And he 170,000% hot yoga was created to make money off of white people. Like, like so hardcore, like that Bikram wasn't even hiding it. Like he was like, yeah, I got all these fancy cars. I am using this yoga stuff to make money off these people. He changed the names of poses. He changed the sequencing. He actually did a lot of things that were really unsafe for the body. And people continue to do these unsafe things for the body. But that, again, is also a whole another conversation. But I say all this to say that when you understand the history of yoga, you understand the whole ideology of yoga teacher training and certification. And that is a very modern idea of yoga that's being used to make money off of people. And so when we, and now it's like everybody, right? So it doesn't matter, like, like it originally yoga came to Western society to make money off of white people, but that's changed. Now there's like, all of us are doing it. You don't have to be white. You didn't ever have to be white, but a lot of, when I was younger, it was primarily white people that were doing yoga uh, in the United States. And that has changed and shifted And at my studio, I wanted to hire people who looked like my students. So I hired a really wide variety of people that come from maybe my background, come from um, all kinds of different backgrounds. And because I wanted people to come to my class and see themselves in my class. So I had a lot of diversity in my studio. And when actually when I worked in at... um, L'Occitane as a uh, district manager, I did the same thing. Like I hired people who, like every single person when I was a store manager, every person on my staff was a different ethnicity because I wanted people to come into the store and see themselves. I wanted all the customers. Money isn't the color of your skin. Money (laughs) is green. And I wanted all of it when I was in the corporate America. And so I was willing to do whatever it took to get that money. And so that's how I ran the studio was I wanted, and I mean, then it wasn't as much about the money. I mean, it's, it's always about the money when it's a business because you have to keep the doors open, but it was also about helping people, which was the thing that was lacking in my career uh, when I worked in retail was that I didn't really feel like I was helping people, you know, like, I'm like, oh yeah, people get this really great body lotion and it makes them feel good. But I didn't feel like it was really helping people. And so that's why I became a yoga teacher because I really wanted to help people. And so the studio, you know, it's all about helping people. And I wanted people to feel comfortable no matter where they came from, what part of the country, what color their skin was, what their ethnic background was. I wanted people to feel really comfortable in my studio and in that space. That's important to me. And I think that it should be important to you that people are all different kinds of backgrounds. And all of my collateral and all of my media and all the pictures on my website really were representative of that. And they're still representative of that today with the new owners who also continue an ideology of diversity at the studio. Now, that, all that being said, the Yoga Sutras say that labels just serve to divide us. So when we use labels and we use them to, to 
identify someone, then we're dividing ourselves. And that is not good. Um, and the idea is that we want to become a oneness as yoga teachers. Now, we've gone way off topic here, but in a way we haven't because this all comes back to this hierarchical, traditional Western ideology of having these concepts and institutions that define us. And yoga teacher training is no different than that. So in the 90s, a group of people got together and they started what's called Yoga Alliance. And they decided to make yoga standardized. There's a lot of controversy around that if you're in the yoga community because what is the standard of yoga, right? And yoga comes from all these different places. And what are you talking about when you're talking about yoga? Are you talking about the Bhagavad Gita? Are you talking about the Yoga Sutras? Are you talking about Asana Yoga? Are you talking about Ashtanga? Are you talking about hot yoga? Like when you're talking about, they're all just so different. So what is it that you're talking about when you're standardizing yoga? And that has been admittedly difficult for them, but also I don't think they've done a great job of it. Um, And that's just my personal opinion. I'm not a huge fan, but it is a part of, sometimes we have to do things that make us a part of society so that we can get what we need or we want, or we can help more people. If I didn't have my yoga teacher training, Yoga Alliance approved, not as many people would sign up for it. And that's just a fact because they've done a really good job at marketing. They are not recognized by any government. They have no real authority other than the one that we give them to certify yoga teachers. And they have these trainings And you go through a process of filling out paperwork in order to become Yoga Alliance certified. And now you have to have taught for a certain period of time in order to have a Yoga Alliance certified school. So that changed just since I first registered with them. Um, I went to a Yoga Alliance certified school in 2000 and (coughs) excuse me, 2005. And I, um, first registered with them in 2012. You do not have to register with them. That's like, you know, when you go to college and there's a uh, alumni association and they always want your money. Well, that's kind of what Yoga Alliance is like, unless you're running a school. Um, They have so much money in reserves. It's kind of ridiculous. I don't even know what they're doing with that money. Um, It's like a whole nother, there's a whole nother box of worms, but um you do not have to take a yoga teacher training to teach yoga. Like all of this that I just said is to give you some history and some uh, some like understanding of where yoga has come from. Over, I've been doing yoga since I was 11. I've been part of the community for over 37 years now. And I have watched it completely transform. And it used to be a thing where you were taught yoga by a teacher and then you went out and taught yoga because the teacher taught you and you taught someone else and then they taught yoga. And that's how it was done. There's a book called The Way Yoga Works. Um, and that book is really phenomenal in telling the story of that. I'll make sure to put the link below so you can get that book. But um, 
when we first when we first started this idea of certifications it really is just it's just a money making thing <laughs> and it's not it's not real it's just another thing that we were like oh we're going to call it this no place that i have ever worked has asked me if i'm yoga alliance certified i have had people ask me for my certificate I've never, ever had anyone ask me if I'm Yoga Alliance certified. They don't even know what that means because it doesn't mean anything. It's an imaginary thing that we put value on. Just like so many things that we imaginary put value on in the world, this is an imaginary one. Um, That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. But be careful because not all schools are the same. Not all Yoga Alliance registered schools are of high quality. Most of them are not. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Most people on this planet are not doing high quality work at all. That's just not the way people are taught to be anymore. And maybe that's going to shift. You know, I was um, listening to this Tony Robbins podcast recently about a guy who wrote a book called Generations. And he talks about that shift and that we're going to end up in a better place. And I hope that we do. I hope that we do. I hope that we learn to work harder and I hope that we learn to put out quality things because that's important to me. It's crucial and essential to me that my yoga teacher training is high quality, but it's not important to everyone else. And so make sure you do your research before you sign up for a training. Make sure that you check into everything about them and ask a lot of questions of what you want. People sign up for trainings. They think they're going to be one thing and there's something totally different. I'll tell you right now that what you think a yoga teacher training should be is not what everyone else thinks it should be. Everybody has a different idea of what yoga teacher training is going to be. So when you think and you visualize in your mind, like what is yoga teacher training going to be about? Then I want you to write that down. Write down all the things that you think it's going to be about and turn those into questions. Do you teach Ayurveda? Do you teach me how to do poses? Do you teach about the chakras? Do we cover the philosophy of yoga? Will I learn anatomy? How much anatomy will I learn? What kind of anatomy am I going to learn? Will I be able to teach a class in Sanskrit when this is over? These are all things that you assume are going to be part of a yoga teacher training. And I'll tell you that each training is completely different. So don't assume anything. Make sure that you ask a lot of questions. And know that if you want to just go out and teach, you don't need a certification to do that. If you feel confident to go out and teach, go do it. The certification is for other people. The certification is if you want to do certain things. Um, But you don't have to go that route. You can teach a yoga class at your local gym. You can teach a yoga class in the park. You can teach a yoga class at your house, in your backyard. You don't have to be certified to do that. Now, I think that there's a couple states where you do, but Washington and Wisconsin or Minnesota, we talked about this on another podcast that I don't understand which one is which, Wisconsin and Minnesota. I'm always getting those messed up and I apologize. I apologize for insulting you people from the Midwest. Um, but you don't have to be certified to teach for the most part. Um, and really, I'm pretty sure if you want to teach a yoga class in your backyard in Wisconsin, you can just do that. 
You don't have to have a certification to do that. Certifications are great. They're a great way to learn. They're a great way to learn mechanics. They're a great way to get better at teaching yoga. But if you feel confident and you don't need to build that confidence and you know what you're doing, you don't have to have a certification to do it. So that is why do yoga teacher training again my name is angelica i want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast you help me live my dream and people who help other people live their dream are the kind of people that live their own dreams and so go out there with your bad self and live some dreams. If you're interested in becoming a yoga teacher, you want to take a yoga teacher training. My online yoga teacher training is phenomenal. I do have a 200 hour and a 300 hour training. 200 comes first and then 300. If you would like to know more about that, visit www.yogateachertraining.yoga or send me an email at hello at onlineyogacertification.com. Connect with me on TikTok, YouTube, or Instagram at Yoga Liberty. Thank you so much for listening again. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. You are an incredible person. Go out there and live your dreams.